0: Welcome to the Success by Design Podcast, where we teach professional women to achieve success on their own terms. In a world that often tells us we're not enough and that success requires sacrificing our well-being, we're here to challenge that narrative. Our podcast teaches you how to close your confidence gap, avoid burnout and overwhelm, and navigate demanding careers without sacrificing your personal life. We provide actionable strategies and insights to help you boost your peace, your potential, and your paycheck. Subscribe and review our podcast today and let's start
1: designing the life you deserve. Hello fam. Welcome back. Happy 2024. Happy 2024, Haley. Happy 2024, Greg Scott. Well, we have gone through a break. It was a well-deserved break, needed some time off. What did you do during your time off?
0: Oh my goodness. It was definitely relaxed. Lay on the couch, watch college football, watch some bowl games, ate too much, slept too much. Just really relaxed. We had some <laughs> cold weather. So I was catching on Netflix. I just had a really good time relaxing. Did a little bit of business planning, just a little bit, but yeah, it was very relaxed, very much needed. What about you? I had people over, you know, it was needed. Mm-hmm. We have been,
1: you know, the last three years before that, we've been secluded and really paying attention to our health and so on and so forth. Everything that had happened, for those that don't know, we had a health crisis and on every level. So we actually secluded ourselves. But having people over, people, you know, came from different places in town, out of town. And so that's what we did. I just enjoyed having people over and having, you know, this relaxing, speaking about things, thinking about those that we've lost also during the year and then those that are still mourning and going into grief. So having them come over also spending time, right? So we have a tradition in our home pre-COVID that every year we host a sort of brunch. It's a brunch actually. And that brunch, it's kind of like a potluck brunch. And every year I have at least one family or one person who has struggled during the year. And then we invite that person over so that person feels loved feels that they can step away from, you know, their mundane day-to-day struggles, just be loved and be surrounded. And I used to do that when I was younger, like in college, we used to do that. And then when personally I went through that hardship of the last three years and I felt so alone, so secluded, have no resource. Like, you know, when you do something and you just don't have a why and now you realize that the why is important because I went through it. And so that's what we've done. So we've received a lot of people throughout the last two weeks but one of the things that was really important for me and very aligned with my family at least one family that we can love and pour some hope
0: that touches my heart it really does because like you said everybody else doesn't know that person's circumstance but I can imagine just the joy of that person coming into that environment and feeling the love you know if they lost someone maybe you know being surrounded by others and what that feels like I want to pat you on the back and hug you because that is so sweet the fact that I went through
1: it myself Mm -hmm. and again I used to do That when I was in college. And, you know, we would do it from one house to the next. And, you know, we were in college, right? But when you're older and with your own family and life hits you hard, like really hard, brings you back on your knees and reminding you of your humanity. But then you realize that based on circumstances, there's no one else. You do want to feel some compassion. You just want to have someone pick up the phone and say, Hey, I'm checking up on you. Just that call could save the life of someone. And so for me, that is something. Thing that it's not about pity. A lot of people is like, well, you know, what if people think that it's pity? It has nothing to do with pity. It's just having compassion. I'm a lot like everything that I am is all about empathy, but it goes both ways, right? So sometimes when you're too empathetic, you forget about your own self. But in my case, I've learned how to balance both worlds. So yeah, it's my way of giving back. That's literally my way of giving back and saying thank you by serving and helping other people.
0: My mind's already racing about how I can do that next year or this year.
1: I invite people to do that. Some people are looking so much of how can I serve? How can I serve? It could be just having a meal with someone or picking up the phone and just say, hey, I have nothing to say, but I just wanted to hear your voice. So it could be just that. And you don't have to force the conversation. You don't have to say something beyond that. You know, one of my talk right now is about redefining resilience, because I actually think that resilience is misused as a word. It has this interpretation of bouncing back. And the truth is, resilience is not about bouncing back. It's about out, being able to learn, to grow, to let go, to heal, but you can't bounce back because when you pounce back, you're bringing everything that you used to with you. And it's not what resilience is about. For anyone who wants to hear the whole talk, let me know. So that's what I've done at the end of the year. But I want to shift gear because I do believe in hope. And you and I have this, and so many other people have this tradition about creating one word of the year that actually creates intention. And in our podcast, we speak about intention a lot, especially when we invite people to do things based on intention. But one of the way we do that is through the word of the year. So Haley, do you have a word of the year and do you want
0: to share about it? Yes, I do. So my word of the year this year for 2024 is adaptable. And it just kind of hit me. I was thinking adapting, change management, those type of words were coming to mind when I was thinking about what is 2024 going to look like for me. And as we go throughout the year, y'all are going to hear why I'm going to be adaptable because I have some changes coming, which I'll share as we go through. But there's going to be some major life changes for me. And I know I'm going to have to be adaptable because as we've talked about previously. I like to be in control and I like to know the outcome of things. And when I don't, it's hard for me to function. It's hard for me to carry on because I, I want to do things that I can control for me being more adaptable, going with the flow. You hear the term a lot. Jesus take the wheel. Well, I feel like I need to sit in the back seat and let others guide, you know, when things they can do or they are in control of and I need to let them guide me. And I think that this year, I'll have even better outcomes if I'm learning how to be adaptable and malleable to what's happening and changes that are coming my way. So my word for 2024 is adaptable. What's yours?
1: I like that. So this year, my year of the word didn't come in January like everyone else. It actually came in September, last September, because in uh, 2022, when I had my word of the year, like every year I have my word of the year and I'm like so excited about it. It was peace. And then, you know, I pray about it and we We could talk about how we do get our words, but I start praying about it. And then I'm like, okay, peace, right? So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then I go through the year and it's chaos, complete chaos. Anything but peace, right? (laughs) But anything (laughs) but peace. But the thing is what I've learned over those subsequent months, because I actually went all the way to 2023 afterwards, is that in order for me to have peace, I actually have to learn how to have peace. As I mentioned, you know, I went through a hard, really hard year. I have this image of me falling flat on the, floor, I had to decide at some point, am I going through or am I going around? We tend to go around because, you know, it's easier to manage and dealing with pain. And so I decided to go through and that's the only way for me to get peace is to go through. So all this to say, I decided then when I started having peace, now I had to know how to navigate peace and manage peace. I decided I'm not going to have a word anymore because it seems <laughs> that it's way too painful. But you say one thing, but then, things happen. So in September of 2023, as I was going through my structure of the year for 2024, the words that came to me was trust and obey. It was two words and the two goes together. So for me, ever since September, even though I was resistant for a word of the year is trust and obey. And that's where my journey is going. And it makes sense. After peace, you get into trusting the process, trusting God for those that believe, trusting yourself, trusting your judgment, trusting your decision making and so on and so forth and then trust is one thing but then you actually have to make the decision create self-advocacy being an advocate for others advocate to win and then make those decisions so Mm -hmm. that you can forward so that's where i'm at so my intention as it started in 2023 is to trust the process trust god trust
0: myself and then obey i like the trust that hit me when you said that because trust is so important we talk about trust especially when we're talking about leadership and leading teams and managing and all that about how important trust is in relationships and establishing that trust and it is but when you said that just now it's trusting ourselves and we think about at the beginning of the year because we're goal setting you know doing all these things and all this fabulous stuff of what we want our year to look like but then I just thought about this question do I trust myself Mm -hmm. enough to believe do I believe and hope in myself that I can make this happen or after two or three months whatever we wrote down is going out the wind and you know we're doing other stuff and then we may get sad about it at the half of your break when we review it and oh no I haven't done this so let me jump back into this or I'll do it next year but I just oh my goodness I really (laughs) I really want to reflect on that to say am I going to trust myself Mm -hmm. and give myself the resources or ask for help or whatever it may be to make sure that I make these things a reality so and it actually is now you know as we go
1: through structuring our business and structuring Mm -hmm. our life and career you and I have talked about this like who am I serving? What am I serving? Why am I serving? And my why has changed a lot. And as I define my why, I've realized that many of my clients currently, one of their biggest issue is trust, which is ironic because I didn't go into the word of the year thinking that my clients, but we do attract somehow what we navigate around, right? So many of my clients don't trust themselves. And that is very aligned with, you know, imposter syndrome, the doubt, overwhelm, overthinking, and so on and so forth, right? So all the nemesis that they fight, but many of them don't trust themselves, or they trust themselves, they don't trust their judgment. And so they mm-hmm. go into that a bit to align with what your word, I love the, adaptability, but you said something that was very profound, which is malleability. So being malleable according to the circumstances and knowing where to speak, which room that you need to speak, how you speak and so on and so forth. So trusting your judgment that you make the right decision now is becoming a big component of my business in the sense that I'm helping professionals trust themselves, but I'm also helping leaders make the right decision, especially in this time now where everything is coming in our way, right? And it's not just work. It's personal, it's professional, health, it's money, it's everything. And so how do you make the right decision is huge right now. And we're going to talk about, you know, our next segment about the hope for 2024. But as we are looking into the hope of 2024, it's all linked to trusting. Do we trust our leaders? Do we trust ourselves? Do we trust our government? Do we trust our parents? Do we trust our children? Do we trust people around us to pick us up? As we move forward, do we trust ourselves to pick our own self up as we move forward, as we advocate for ourselves, our well-being, our decisions, our finance, our growth? Do we trust our friends? Do we need to clean up some stuff in our lives? So all of this has an impact on how we are moving forward in 2024. But yeah, trust. And then you have to obey because it's great to have the decision. Are you following through?
0: That's really important because I was thinking about a couple of years back, my team, when I was working in corporate, we did a disc assessment. And you may have done it, or most people, a lot of organizations have someone come in and do the disassessment. assessment. And I'm a a and a C, and so a lot of that comes in with trust. Trust is that you don't trust a lot of people. And so when my manager saw that we were kind of debriefing and talking about that, you know, he asked me, he was like, "Hey, why don't you trust people so much?" And I'm like, "I trust myself." Mm-hmm. And I think if you ask, you know, if you were to go into an office and ask the majority of the people in there, how many of you trust everybody in your office, or do you trust everybody on your team? Sadly, most people say no and they don't trust each other because people have their best interest at heart and it's kind of sad because if you think you know back in the old days where I trusted everybody you know you could leave your doors unlocked people would go over to their neighbor's house just those simple things of life you trusted people had your best interest and we've gotten away from that so much in today's world where you don't trust people everyone's out for themselves or they're willing to step on you and the next person to get what they want not even going back maybe think about the African proverb where if you went go far, you take others with you. I think, I'm not saying it right, but it's that sense of it. You bring others along with you. And that's trust is so important in that. And I believe that you have to trust the right people. Of course, I'm not saying you go out there and trust everybody because you, know, you might get burned, but trusting the right people. And we have to talk about this later, but how do you find that? How do you find the right people to trust and then bring those people into your circle? I think back when I first met you, I think we met through social media or we met through a mutual contact and I didn't know you, you didn't know me, we probably, trust each other but look where we are now years later and you're definitely one of my most trusted friends I mean we have a podcast together we do projects together we work together you're a true friend of mine that I trust and I share things with and I think about how enlightening our lives are when we have those trustworthy relationships so that made me think about that when you were saying that
1: honestly everyone who's listening today we're back and you guys are invited into our living room that's basically what Mm -hmm. that conversation Mm -hmm. is about so if you're expecting this big huge topic this is not it today no it is Today is a personal reflection of that So, you know, as I'm listening to you, you're so right So, Dero, you also are one of my trusted friends And you're right I'm like, oh, this is how we met I forgot, I forgot. But it's actually interesting because when you were talking about the disc, the disc is very much like putting people in boxes, right? Mm -hmm. However, it actually gives you a highlight of where people stand from a communication perspective and Mm -hmm. how they are. And oftentimes people who are fall into the C and the S, which is process and personal relationship, it's because their nemesis is safety. They need to feel safe. And so in order for S and C to feel safe, on the other hand of that, we could talk about this another, the day. But on the other end of that is trust and vulnerability. So in order for you to trust and be vulnerable, you actually have to be feeling safe. And so for anyone out there who is listening and you have friends or even your leader and you have a team or you have colleagues and you're like, why is that person not trusting me? Well, look around you. Is the person an C and really needs to feel safe? What's the aura that you're sending and that they're picking up? So as you were talking about that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, the reason why is because you don't feel safe and the reason why you don't feel safe therefore the result is not trusting and to answer the other part of that question or to provide a feedback on the other part of that question is the world that we live in is, especially in North America is very much rugged and individualist and I like this analogy back in the days we were more of a community you know I make up proverbs like I know you guys are going to send me emails saying that this is not the right proverb just know that I make up proverbs but the proverb that I remember The way your gish guy is going to say it (laughs) is that a village, we need so many people to raise children, but we also need so many people to build the village. We have not been created to be alone. I don't know where people think that, but we don't. We have been created to be in relationship and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what type of relationship we are nurturers, whether it's a man or female, it doesn't really matter. We are all nurturers. Mm -hmm. Now, the level of nurturing that you provide is different from one person to the next. But at the end of the day, we are nurturers. Therefore, when we are acting from an individualistic perspective, then we are going against human nature. Now, this is my human behavioral mindset coming back in, but we are actually going against our human nature. And even from anthropology studies, as I was studying back in the days, that's what it says. It shows that every data that we got as we were researching shows how culture is based on how we are and interact as human beings and not as me, myself and I go into your corner, don't come and knock them. I cannot even find a person that can bring sugar in my house. Like, it makes no (laughs) sense. If they
0: brought sugar, we'd be suspicious that they put something in sugar, and we're not going to use the sugar. I know, and you're like, you know what? Buy your own sugar. Right, let me go to the Uh, store. (laughs) This is how
1: our society is. If we cannot even trust our neighbor, because we are afraid, as you mentioned, that maybe someone's going to poison us, then how are we in the office? We can't be beyond what we are in our day-to-day. So in our office, we are thinking that this person is gunning against me, right? This person is going to hurt me, right? So, And then you're like, no, I'm a genuine person. I'm actually very good. But then there's like this tension because our dynamic, our relationship, as Esther Perel, a great psychotherapist in New York, says, you know, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationship. Mm. I love this quote, and I've used this quote in different ways, mm. shape and form. But the truth is, our relationship also defines our mental health, our career, and the way we show up in the office also. I went on a tangent about this. 2024 is going to be fun. It
0: is. (laughs) I love it. I love starting off this way because this is something else that I'm changing for 2024, even when I'm facilitating and coaching and talking to clients and leading trainings, is fostering communication, fostering Mm -hmm. more of that. And just in the past two weeks, I've seen a difference in doing that. So not just about focusing for whatever we're talking about, whatever that subject is, but Really kind of reading the room, really seeing what is on people's minds. What's going to help them? Because ultimately, that's why we're there. That's why we do what we do, because we want to help people. We want to assist them, you know, whatever subject or whatever we're brought in to help with. And that's really been on my mind this year is that connection. Because I think people have lost that connection so much. We've been disconnected. Some people are going back into the office. Talk about that later. You know, getting more companies are requiring that this year. So you're going to be back to being around more people and building those connections back up. People you've seen on screen for a long time time. Now we're back in person. What does that look like? How do we still maintain those relationships with those that are still virtual and won't be coming back into the office that we won't see then? And so all that is going to affect the trust that you have. And so how are they going to have my best interest at heart? Is my coworker looking out for me or they have to take my job? All those things come back up. And so 2024, I'm thinking building those relationships, bringing people together fostering that communication. And when you communicate and people are sharing and they're vulnerable, it draws them closer together. And they understand I'm not the only person feeling that way. I hear that so much when I'm talking to leaders and maybe it's someone else in the company they haven't talked to in a long time or they just met some other new managers in other departments and they share some, They go into a breakout room and they come back and they're like, man, we realize that we share, even though we're you know totally different departments, we share some of the same issues or problems or feelings. And it was just great to know I'm not the only person that feels that way. And that's really, as I think, about 2024 is building those and relationships and strengthening communication.
1: You open a door, so I'm actually going to ask this question, and I'm hoping that our listeners who have been following us and all of our new uh, listeners, so welcome, by the way, will answer that question for themselves or have those type of conversation. So my question is something I've heard Trevor Noah speak about with his team, so I'm going to borrow it from them. We look at the new year based on hope, right? We're hoping that we have a great year. When we send blessing, it's with all the love and Blessing and so on and so forth. I have two questions. So, what is the one thing, Haley and our listeners, you think we should expect to see in 2024? And what's the one thing you actually don't want to see? Like, you don't want it to be brought back in 2024. So, let me say this What is the one thing you think we should expect to see in 2024? And then what is one thing you hope we will not see again in 2024? And it doesn't necessarily mean about your work; it could be a bit anything. But you kind of opened that door when you were mentioning about your work and what you change from a communication perspective or relating to others. But I'm curious to know more about that.
0: Yeah, those are two really good questions. The first one immediately: what is something that I want to see more of in 2024? Again, I'm gonna say connection. I want to see more human connection. That even goes back to what you shared at the very beginning of having someone over. They might. Being that not, not, you know, we don't know their full situation, but just bringing them around to have that. And so I want more connection and it can look however it wants. to look doesn't have to look the traditional connection. It could just be like you said, sending someone a text to say, good morning. You know, maybe they were having the worst morning in the world. And they get that text that says, hi, good morning. And that means so much. I have a friend, one of my mom's friends, and she has sent my sister and I the last year since we lost our mom, all last year, 2023, she sent us little text messages, just little thoughts, little memes, just little, nothing huge or major, but those were so encouraging. And we told her the other day, like, you didn't have to do that, but you thought of us almost every day and took time out to send us a message. And that was so sweet. I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> but that's what I want to see more of in 2024 is connection. What do I want to see less of or hope that we don't bring into 2024 I don't want to see in 2024? I guess the opposite is the, the me first attitude and not caring about others, I would have to say. Because I think if you stop and examine our lives, we probably see that we've done more things when someone has been there to assist us or help us or give us support. And so I want to leave behind not supporting others and not giving them what they need. And we may not know what they need, but even just asking them that question, giving them that space. Maybe it's just a conversation that they need, whatever it may be. So I want to take forward more connection and leave behind leaving people behind and not caring about others. Let me hear yours. I have a few, but I'm going to stick to one. (laughs) One of the things... I think we're actually going to see more,
1: not that I want it, but it is what it is. It's AI. Mm -hmm. We're going to see more of AI. And we're also going to see more of the fear of AI. So Mm -hmm. both that, right? So we're going to see the technology evolve, even though it has been there for a long time. It's just that people just are catching up to it. But we're also going to start hearing more about the do's, the don'ts, the fear, the fraud, the scam. I'm already hearing a lot of people being scammed because of AI or their voices, people being afraid to be more on social media and so on and so forth, because people can actually scam your voice and then use that against you so ai is one of the things that we're going to see more of on a personal note as you i also do believe that we're going to see more of connection so people are going to be less on virtual world in the virtual world even though there's hybrid and so on and so forth from a work perspective but people are going to go out more people are going to see each other more people are going to create connection whether it's traveling or whether it's just like going to see families or friends people are going to want to have more face-to-face like in instead of having a workshop on Zoom people rather pay for that hotel and go for that retreat and having to see and create connection so i'm totally with you again coming back to the idea of we are nurture being not necessarily social being, but nurturing being. The other thing that I don't want to see, now I'm going to go into a little political aspect. It uh, has nothing to do with politics. We're going to see more of the Trump-like. So the former president Trump. I'm not talking about Trump per se. I'm really more talking about the personality of Trump. There's something about Trump that attracts people, right? Mm-hmm. And I call it the entertainment. There's one way it's entertainment, and the other is the business-like. And the two together actually makes an incredible brand. It really does does but he's also bringing a negative aspect to it too and so because he's bringing the negative aspect what i don't want to see is that negative aspect i don't want to see people thinking that this is how they should be acting being speaking behaving relating to people and creating this circle of narcissists negativists pessimistic all the is that you want to add with it and that is my fear because i feel that we're going to go into more of a language violent action so I don't want to see more of that because that's going to go against the perspective of wanting to connect and increasing the distrust, wanting to stay in your corner, and especially when you know that there's personality that are strong personality versus personality that are more quiet, but they're strong, but quieter, and they don't necessarily match. And so that's going to create another gap between the two types of personality. So in order to have culture, to create culture, build culture in organization that is more inclusive, that is is more healthy. That's the word. We get to find a way that we understand how to speak to each one, each personality, mm-hmm. while making everyone feel that they are part of the, the equation and not pulling people against one another. That's what I don't want to see. We're going to see more politics coming. Oh, the yeah. It's an election, election year. So it always right? brings a, out. And I think that's the reason why I'm going into that phase, because I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting year. Right. I have right. to say there's election everywhere in many countries, but the American election will be very very fascinating to watch because actually has an impact into how we relate to others
0: having those crucial conversation those dialogues at work it's going to affect can... all of that either water cooler conversations as we get closer comes around that and so as you were speaking it made me think about that word inclusion again because now that people are going to have their views are going to have their thoughts and then now is it going to have a, a more divide as we go further into the year and get toward the end of the year what is that going to look like so yeah it's coming
1: it's coming but how are we behaving? Because it's fine that we all have our own opinion. I think that mm-hmm. it's fair. Actually, this is right. human nature. We all have our opinion, and being but it's how we're going to use that, right? Right. Exactly. So how are we going to use that to either create a more healthy environment or unhealthy environment? And that's mm-hmm. for at home, you know, anywhere, in the workplace, even in the bus, right? So when you come and you listen to people, and are you going to jump on people's throat because they have a different opinion as you? Right. Creating this type of environment that is sane and not create insanity around us so that's what
0: I don't want to see I like that oh my goodness today was amazing I know we came in with a whole different thought but this conversation was so needed and I hope that you all enjoyed listening to us please share what your word of the year is we would love to hear and if you want to explain why if not but just share that word and I hope that that word you're able to trust yourself to follow through on that word as the year goes along so don't forget to check us out rate us listen to us on your favorite podcast network if it's on Apple Apple or Spotify or Google, please go check us out, download our episode and give us a comment. And remember, as always, you have the power to create the life you want. So go out there and intentionally design your success today. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Success by Design podcast. That's it for this episode. And as always, you have the power to create the life you want. So go out there and intentionally design your success today. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time on the Success by Design podcast.